Hey, hello listeners. This is just a quick disclaimer for this week's episode. As anyone that's listened to the show before knows, uh, there can be some adult language, and anyone that's listening for the first time, please keep that in mind. Uh, we tend to be ourselves and not filter, so occasionally a bad word might come out. If you have any children in the room, please put on some headphones or have them put on some headphones. Thank you. That I don't even care about this. I'm not even interested in having this skin on my personal space. You're listening to the IDP Guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on Madden. All right, welcome me back to the ID. This is episode 130. My name's Nate Cheat, and I'm joined with my co-host, Johnny. Hello, greetings. And Sean. Hi. Hi. What's up, guys? It's been so long. Uh, taking back my captain. Yeah, you are the, you are the captain now. <laughs> now we can just figure out how to do gut check as efficiently as Johnny did. Then we'll be in no. He put me on blast with that, too. <laughs> it was just like, okay, we're going to put pairs of people together. Who do you like more? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> he did. He did. Maybe it should just be his segment now. Yeah. <laughs> Fully nice taking segment. it over. But already, let's get into the question this week. How has this season compared to any difficult seasons you've had in the past for fantasy football? John, you want to start? So this has been a really weird one for me because I am typically in Dynasty somebody who sells very early or buys very early, where like week four comes around and I look at it and I do an honest assessment of my team and it's like, do I have a shot at a championship this year? And what are the odds of that? And if the odds aren't good, then I sell and I play for next year. And if the odds are good, then I buy and I play for this year. Problem is that this year we've had infinite injuries and just wonky things happening. So you basically end up with a bunch of teams where I bought players and then they get hurt and nothing happens. And then you sell players and other people's people get hurt and they all end up in the middle. And that's where I'm at. And this is kind of my nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this has been a crazy, crazy season. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's oh it's been better in redraft. Um, obviously that's been easier this year just because of the churn. But yeah, Dynasty is a shit show. Like massacre, complete and total massacre. This is. I mean, I'm still having fun, but not as much fun as in previous seasons. I don't know about you guys. 
I have I have leagues where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell out. Like this team clearly isn't a competitor, so I'm gonna sell off some of my vets, pick up some draft picks, whatever. And now it's like I have six wins with those teams. It's like mm-hmm. that is not what I was aiming for, and I really wish I would have hung on to those vets. But no one could have seen all of the injuries coming to the teams I'm playing against. You know, it's just it's kind of just been a nightmare all around. Yeah. No, uh, it's been exceptionally difficult for me this year, mainly because adding all of the the stuff that you guys are talking about, but then planning the wedding, and then I've been gone for three weeks. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't watching a lot of football. I watched football games, but not my usual, like, consuming, trying to consume as much as possible. Um, And I let my leagues go for two weeks because – one week was hangover from uh wedding and the next week was honeymoon. So it just had to be what it is. Like real life always comes first with these situations. So um coming back and looking at my leagues now, it's like, I mean, I've still got teams where I've got shots. I've got uh teams that are doing really well, teams that need a couple wins and I'm into the playoffs. But now I'm looking at, okay, well, these are the teams that I don't have to pay attention to anymore because either they're redraft and just three win teams or I'm just getting ready for the uh, the sell-off uh, in Dynast or Dynasty, getting ready to get that number one pick. <laughs> so it, it's just been extra interesting this, this year. And I hate it because it's we're almost done with fan like the fantasy football season. We're almost done with football and I'm going to have to wait another year before trying again. You know, it's not like you just finish it and then restart and keep going and, you know, instant gratification circle kind of thing. It's you have a waiting period from February. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. it is, and that's what we got to try and remember here, because it is, it has been a total shit show, and it's not been as enjoyable <laughs> as recent years. But we just got to remember that, you know, it's a long ass wait till next year. So even if it sucks, even if we got to roll out Nelson Aguilar <laughs> or whatever, and enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it while you can, exactly, because uh, it's gonna be gone soon. So, well, yeah. So uh, speaking of enjoying, uh, how'd you guys do this past week in fantasy? Uh, I did pretty well this week. I'm sitting kind of with most of my teams in that 500 range and probably like, probably like two thirds in the 500 range. And then, you know, like almost a third in the like top tier range. And then I got like two leagues out of 22 where I'm like, like two, three wins. Yep. Yeah, no, it was a bad Yahoo week. One and seven in Yahoo. That's the worst I've done in years. Wow. Not not ideal. It was a weird week though. Like, where was DK Metcalf? Where was Russell Wilson? Where was this all, was all of the Rams? Where was, was a lot of people? For sure the worst week of fantasy I've seen in a very long time where you look across the board and scoring was down because everybody started the wrong people because the people who should have done well didn't. Mm-hmm. It was exceptionally strange um, for everything, for offense, for DFS. IDP actually was pretty decent. Um, It was fine, but 
that doesn't get affected by weather bullshit and other stuff as much. Um, that played into it this week. So yeah, it sucked. It sucked in Yahoo. Sleeper was fine, nine and five, three and one MFL, not eliminated, and broke even in DFS on the kicker contest. So kickers matter. Cool. Gotcha. They don't. <laughs> well, this is the part of the year where I start looking more at like individual, like who am I beating and kind of paring down my league. So I beat Johnny and Yahoo in my home league, Infidels. Uh by eight points, I believe it was. It, it was Johnny, uh, very close. Johnny's living in your head. You you have no place in his. <laughs> Free rent. Uh, <laughs> I beat Adam and Biddy. Um, Good for Adam, you beating Biddy. He deserves to lose every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Unreal Tournament League, I'm eight and two, so tied with him f- at first. Uh, and then... I so coming back from my wedding and all that stuff, I reevaluated the uh, IDP invitational and what I needed to do to get into playoffs. Now, playoffs, your automatic bid if you get eight wins, because that's how Scott Fishbowl runs it, and that's what I'm doing. So, eight wins, you're in. And so, I came back. I'm three wins out. There are three games left, so I have to win, win out to get into the playoffs. And I won my first week of that, which I like blew the other guy out of the water because I finally like put in players that were actually playing and took out players <laughs> that weren't. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to hopefully making a play into getting the playoffs and doing all that stuff. But uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, just focusing on, I think, a handful of leagues now for the rest of the season. I'd like to, uh, real quick, uh, in regards to Scott Fishbowl, uh, give a shout-out to James Rohde or uh, Sean Spencer from Psych, who is, I believe, top 15 in Scott Fishbowl right now. Cool. I... You never watched Psych? No. Oh, yeah. I knew he was playing this year. Psych, Psych is one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, Hands yeah. down, top five comedy for me all time. Absolutely love that show. Main character is uh, the actor, obviously, that plays the main character is playing in Scott Fishbowl, and he's absolutely slaying right now. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I, I had heard that he was playing this year, so that's cool. Uh, I'm just surprised that you paid any attention to Scott Fishbowl. I didn't until I saw that he was – like top 20 last week and i was like okay i gotta check the rankings this week and it's like okay now he's top 15 i'm into this i'm suddenly like very much on board and caring what's up guys it's josh adam and bobby here with the big three idp podcast and if you've never listened to our show before Here's just a taste of the insanity that you will get week in and week out with the Big Three IDP podcast. Skunks are so cute. <laughs> we just ate White Castle at like 1045 at night. i tell you one I liked about a little bit more was Jeffrey Simmons. Oh, what? Did you say a Bartman like Steve Bartman? <laughs> I don't like Bartman in Chicago this year. He's going to catch too many foul balls. <laughs> You know it's all about getting real and getting down to business and getting down to the facts. 
Slot him in, slot him out. So, if you would like more of the shenanigans that you just heard in these little snippets, be sure to subscribe to the Big 3 IDP podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Addy. Listeners are guaranteed to have a good time. Hey, you can't afford not to do this, baby. That's right, baby. All righty, another uh, another week of news. Uh, over yeah. under one one piece of good news. Over. Uh, no. <laughs> right, I'll make None. I'll make up some good news. <laughs> there's there's one piece of good news in the notes. Uh, all right, we'll start with the obvious one. Drew Brees is in pain right now. Um, five broken ribs and a punctured lung. Um, yikes. Yeah, yikes is right, and I think we just leave it at that. That's atrocious, and like, that's it. Yeah, uh, I'll ask you about Jameis later in the uh, trending transactions. Um, this one, a lot of people probably won't even know who this is, but this this strikes me and Sean right in the heart. Journey Brown forced to medically retire. Yeah, and it sucks, but man, like you do what you got to do. And that's the yep. end of it. It's like life comes first. <laughs> like football in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter. Uh, the only thing that really is sad about this is that he's never going to get his NFL payday. And that's, that's the big deal where it's like, this was a real opportunity that, unfortunately has to disappear for you and you're making the right call, but it sucks. Do you, do you think he got that insurance, that draft insurance or whatever? No. Shit. No, that sucks. Uh, all righty. David Johnson to IR. Um, any interest in the other Johnson? Duke. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Dante Fowler to COVID IR. Um, okay. He'll prop, and he may be back later this week. We don't know. <laughs> yep. We'll see. Josh Jones to actual IR. Uh, I've got his replacement down on the waivers. I also traded you Josh Jones like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. You, you should have known better than to trade for anybody I own. They're all getting hurt this year. So <laughs> Everyone's getting hurt this year. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a thing in our redraft league <laughs> where like I've traded for, I think, four people and they all get hurt the week after I trade them. And I've also traded away four people, and they all get hurt the week after I trade them. So uh, anybody that's on my roster in that particular league, it's just bad news. Yeah, it's been this whole season. Uh, all right, so Foles carted off last night. Did we hear anything about that? I looked earlier. I didn't see any updates. No, it, it kind of seemed like – People weren't all that worried about it. Just like yeah, by it was, a, it was a hip, I think, right? Yeah, just by taking the general, you know, temp, it seemed like people weren't that worried about it. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't think it's a a really long term thing. Yep, we shall see. Uh, Sam Darnold to miss week eleven, another week of Flacco. Yeah, he actually looked pretty good. It looked okay. Looked this is right. them tanking. 
This is them I tanking. I don't know. They have a better chance with Flacco, I think. <laughs> Seeing <Flacco>. ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that happened. Uh, Taylor Rapp to actual IR also. Jordan Fuller just got back. So at least he got that, but that's not great. What do you mean at least he got that? If you have Taylor Rapp, you don't necessarily have Fuller. I do. I have both. A few places. I have Fuller some places. I have Rapp some places. I have both of them no places. Oh, well, we're paying attention, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, he got he got picked up before I got the chance. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it's uh it's Fuller time. Um, HC Lack, questionable ribs. Uh, do we think he plays this week? No. Right? It's going to be Ripping, Ripping, whatever. Uh, there's, I don't there's no, yeah, there's no reason to trot him out there, right? Like, why would they? I mean, the reason would be to just get more film on the guy that you might be replacing at the end of the season. Well, anyway, keep an eye on that. Uh, Eric Armstead to COVID IR. Uh, we'll see if that's just a close contact of the real deal uh, to be determined. Joey Bosa remains in concussion protocol two weeks after the concussion. That's not good. No, it's not good at all. This has been killing me too. Um, obviously, bad for him long term in terms of like anytime uh-huh. on this kind of notice this long afterwards. Like, yeah, this is bad. Um, but speaking purely in terms of fantasy, like, yeah, this is pretty devastating to a lot of teams because most people that picked them picked them very high. And, oh, yeah. Uh, if you were trading for him, you were sending a first. And if you were drafting him, you're probably taking him in the seventh to ninth round. And uh, this has been a real rough season for that. Yeah, not ideal. Uh, we'll see what happens. Jordan Howard released. D- yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, th- like, makes no sense to me, this whole saga, where it's like, Okay, if you're just going to release him as soon as he has the, like, situation where he will be a starter, why even have him at all? (laughs) Like, why did you even sign him? At that point, just don't sign him and save us all some trouble. Mm -hmm. And we'll get to his replacement later on in Trending Transactions. And last but not least, uh, Stafford, partial tear in thumb ligament. How concerned are you guys? I saw reports on Twitter from, I think, Eric Schlitt and a couple of the other Lions people saying that Stafford and the team are not concerned that he'll miss any time. Yeah, but we also saw the Mickey Mouse Glove era. Well, true. I mean, I'm not saying that he could be, he wouldn't be bad if, you know, it is an injury and, but missing time like i don't know i don't think he's gonna miss any time i'm not sure but yeah no need to wearing a glove and pick up chase daniels i'm saying no need to pick up chase daniels Mm -hmm. uh anything else i missed this was updated like three hours ago uh yeah we had some brown shenanigans uh with sexual assault and uh who uh, well, it was a bunch of LSU players, including uh, Grant Delpit. Oh, wonderful. 
And also, I think I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna say it out loud because I don't know for sure, and I don't want to slander anybody. But uh, I believe one of their linebackers as well. So uh, two Browns players for sure on the list of people that uh, had cases that were swept under the rug by LSU. Mm. Gotcha. I did see the LSU thing. I didn't know that that was. Um... Yeah, Delpit. Okay. Delpit was one of them, uh, not for sexual assault. Uh, so I should clarify that he was on there for uh, basically filming himself having sex with a girl and without her permission and then uh, showing it to a bunch of people. Oh, good. Good, good. Wow. Yeah. So <sighs> bad news all around at LSU, but uh, bad news yeah. for the Browns. They have two of them. Yeah. Jesus. Well, that's fun. Uh, I got some notes this week. Uh, congratulations to SpaceX on launch number two of the humans. That was pretty cool. Good stuff. Uh, and me and Sean, Nate, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the Bleacher Report article on uh, the Patricia era, so to speak? No, but I can't imagine that it's any good. It was It was interesting. It was, it was a really good read. Yeah, so it was oh, a good read. Not it, the quality it, of the article, but the quality of the coach. Yeah, you're right, right. So it was it was very negative, Nancy, until the end. And then it was like it ended on a positive vibe. But there was a lot of interesting stuff in there. Sean, what did you find interesting out of that? I found the culture shock stuff interesting. No music in the locker room. You know, so, everyone shut the fuck up when he walks in, like treating them like they're kids. Just uh, that was weird. Yep. So all that stuff was super interesting. Basically, the way it went was like, they started off with all the negative stuff and then they kind of came around to like, okay, but like he's learned from his mistakes. This is where he's at now. Everybody they have is on board with the culture. Unfortunately, there may not be enough time left with him to figure it out. Basically. Um, the big thing for me though, is that they currently run a scheme that is very specific as to the players they can pick, which limits the talent pool in terms of draft picks and free agents. And on top of that, you also have a coach that is very specific about the type of players that he can work with, which limits the talent pool further, which is how you get where the lions are right now, lacking talent everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you real quick, too. So defensively, a lot of weird stuff this week. Uh, Walker almost didn't play at all. Okuda almost didn't play at all. J. Ron Curse was really involved. Reggie Ragland was really involved. Um, it's just kind of all over the place. Uh, what did you think of all that? Yeah, I don't think they have any idea who's supposed to play at any given moment. So I think pretty much, like, dude... It took what 10 weeks to figure out that Swift should be playing more than Adrian Peterson. Like, <laughs> 10 weeks. Like, I don't think they know what they're doing from a personnel standpoint on a game to game basis. And I would just entirely ignore the Detroit Lions from here on out from an IDP perspective. Aww. You can't rely on, there's no one you can rely on outside of Jamie Collins. Yeah. Well, I don't know. In deeper leagues, Oquara has been nice recently. He's been nice recently. Yes. But, I, that's why I said recently. Right. He's also one where it's like, 
yep, they're not like totally committed to having him play all the time. So he could disappear at any moment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyone could. It's, it's that team every week. I don't know what the hell I'm going to see when, when I open up their shit. It's just like, what is going on here? I don't think they know what they're going to see before the week starts. So you're not alone. Yeah. All right. So my question is, um, do the Lions fire the GM and the coach midseason or the end of the season? What's your predictions? Johnny first. I want to hear what Johnny oh, I, thinks from me. I, outside. I no idea. No earthly clue. They should fire or, him, but they won't. Or do they keep him? End of the season. Keep him. End of the season slash keep him? What do you think, yep. Sean? I think they're going to keep him. I think, honestly, right now, they need to win like two more games and then they're safe. I think they need six wins to carry over next year, which is pathetic and terrible and absolutely should not be the case. But I think that's where it's at, where it's like, okay, so they're going to tell them like you need six wins this year. And if you do, you keep your job. So which comes first? Um, The Lions firing Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia or the end of my misery. Uh, I think that's pretty much the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My fantasy football shirt.com is your place to get top quality fantasy football gear. Get yourself some merch from some of your favorite podcasts. Need some custom shirts for your league? Contact us today. Just go to my fantasy football shirt.com. All right, so here's the part of the show. We pair together players, we talk about who we like, and we talk to you about it. Boom! You nailed nailed it. it. No, I didn't. I didn't stick the landing, but I got closer. (laughs) We'll keep working on it. Uh, So let's talk about last week's gut checks, which I wasn't around for, but uh, let's see here. We've got Devin White and Roquan Smith, linebackers, uh, with 346 votes. 58% 58% Devin White. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. I think I went Roquan. I could go either way. I'm fine with it. But uh, yeah. that's the way I would expect it to go. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So a pair of safeties. Uh, the Rams, John Johnson. The Giants, Jabril Peppers. 241 votes. 54% Jabril Peppers. No! Okay. No. It... It makes no sense, especially in a week or two when McKinney gets thrown into that mix also. like, <laughs> Yeah, not a fan of that answer. Yeah. All right, here's the offensive one. A pair of tight ends. The Chargers' Hunter Henry versus the Denver Broncos' Noah Fant. 327 votes, 64% Fant. Yeah, and I think I want Henry, and I kind of expect this to go Fant. Uh, recency bias. Um, Henry hasn't been that involved, but I think he will be. Uh, he's been. I've been playing both of them in DFS for weeks now. Henry's been better. He's been up and down. He started off the season really strong, and then he kind of dipped for a little bit there. Um, 
but yeah, I, I still think that as long as Henry stays healthy, I take Henry. Yeah, they both got that issue, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's for damn sure. Uh, all righty. This week we got a true gut check because I didn't put the stats in. Um, oopsie daisies, whatever. <laughs> all right. So pair of young wide receivers. I believe these guys were like five fantasy points apart when I took this uh, from whatever league I took it from. Um, so do you want the rookie Justin Jefferson, who's recovered quite nicely for the Vikings, or Calvin Ridley of the Falcons? Sean, we'll start with you. I'm going to go Ridley just because it's a bigger sample size. Uh, I do really like Justin Jefferson, but smaller sample size. We see people do really well and then drop off the face of the earth all the time. And I'd rather just take the person that I have like years of sample size from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I believe uh, Calvin Ridley is most likely going to be your wide receiver one outside of that. I mean, in startups, Calvin Ridley's going as the wide receiver one. Um, and Justin Jefferson, you're getting, you know, in your rookie drafts or whatever. So that he's, I've been playing him like solid wide receiver two, wide receiver three, and being very happy with that. But I'm far more confident Ridley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll take Ridley too. Um, he was a deal this year. Him and DK Metcalf. Actually, we're yeah. super, super duper deals this year. Ooh, I I cannot get a deal on DK. Really? To be fair, to be fair, everybody knows how I feel about DK. So everywhere I tried to trade for him, they tried to just like take the house from me. <laughs> um, but I couldn't get DK for less than two firsts and a second. Yeah, well, I'm talking about startups, um, stuff like that. DK he was, was uh, yeah, uh, he was going like round four. Yeah. In like yeah. super flex. Yeah, I don't know. It was somewhere around there. It was fine. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's yeah. Not, you're investing that, a lot into them. That's not affordable though. That's <laughs> like round four in super flex it's, is still like. So my my brain might be poisoned by uh, that that shark league that got thrown to shit because everyone was grabbing like Aaron Donald and shit, and I grabbed Calvin Ridley and like DK Metcalf instead of that. Ye- Yep, you made the right call. (laughs) Yeah, it's working out. But but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, those yeah, Calvin really. Okay, good call. We'll see what the people think. Um, all right, we got a pair of safeties. Both of these guys are a little bit older, not 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 super duper old, but they're only a couple points apart. Do you want the uh, possible waiver wire safety of the year, Daniel Sorensen, playing the hybrid safety role for the Chiefs? who's been red hot in like the last month plus or Malcolm Jenkins over in the saints. <laughs> taking Sorensen. I'm taking Jenkins. Yeah. Again, sample size. It's something where it's like, if Sorensen fell off next week, you wouldn't be surprised. You'd be no. bummed, but you wouldn't be surprised if Malcolm Jenkins yeah. fell off. You'd be surprised. Right. But, Jenkins has been a straight line. I've been watching Sorensen all year, right? Sure. And it's and it's gone up and up and up, and now it's right where it needs to be, and not much needs to change. So I feel comfortable with it. And that's fair. But if if I have a choice between For this year, the guy that I'm sure is going to be in this straight line at this level of production and the guy that's at this level of production that may fall off, I'm taking the guy that I know is going to sit at that level of production. Mm-hmm. 
I've got both of these guys. And I mean, Sean makes a valid argument. Uh, I would probably go Jenkins. All right. And last but not least, <coughs> wrong tube. Ate that. Um, <laughs> pair of older linebackers. Uh, Demario Davis, Saints, coming off an excellent game. Uh, or Jamie Collins, uh, Lions, who's been pretty solid all year also. Uh, what do you guys think? I'm going to Mario Davis. He's the better linebacker overall. And uh, he's also not in a system that could, like, make you disappear at any moment. Mm-hmm. But Jamie Collins hasn't been disappearing. He hasn't. But also, if Matt Patricia disappears next year, then Jamie Collins probably disappears next year. And I would like him wherever he goes. Yeah, he has been productive, basically. For years. No, he wasn't good with the Browns. He was bad with the Browns, and then he went back to the Patriots. He's basically been productive in this one scheme. True. Mm. Yeah, no, so... Oh, I was going to say, uh, then I would say redraft Jamie and Dynasty DeMario. Yeah, no, I, I love DeMario Davis. Although Collins is actually in front of him by a decent amount of points. Yep. Uh, I think that I'm still going to take the better player here, which is why uh, I own a lot of Miles Jack and you don't. Okay, that's fine. Um, Shots fired. Yeah, Sean cannot upset me. Uh, things have been I going too good over here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but all right, another weird thing. So Quan got there this week. Do you guys see that? Yeah, I don't Nothing. know. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know what that's going to look like in the future. It's the same thing with Everson Griffin. Went to the Lions, did nothing week one. Yeah. Came out, played a fuck ton of snaps, and then five QB hits and a sack week two. So I think there's definitely a one-week adjustment period regardless. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think that Everson Griffin didn't play that first game because of uh, COVID. Because no, of he, didn't play, he didn't play week one because he's not allowed to because he has to go through COVID testing. Right, right. So, But then week two, he showed up and he didn't really play that much. He played like 18 okay. snaps or some shit. And then this past week, he showed up and he actually showed up. Yes. Yes, he did. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so uh, Quan and Avery Williamson, same deal, nothing um, for both of them. And, it, yeah. and the, the, the Quan role, that's I think that's like Alec, Alex Anzalone he's replacing, right? Like, Yeah, I believe so. That's never been productive. <laughs> no, but also Alex Anzalone is always banged up and also is like a mid to possibly above average tier talent. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I'm not worried about Demario is the bottom line. Like, I, I think he'll be okay. No, not at all. All right, we'll see what the people think. All righty. Now it's time for listener questions where we take some questions from Johnny usually grabs them from the 
Johnny usually sends them to himself and then uses ridiculous uh, yeah, email addresses. We'll see that tonight. No, I don't do that. No. I grab, grab no. them from the Slack chat. Or you Slack, can, you can, yeah, you can subscribe for a dollar a month and join our Slack chat where we talk fantasy football 24-7, 365. Um, yeah. yeah. 364, I take Christmas off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, jo- <laughs> Joe doesn't. Joe G doesn't. <laughs> Joe G does take. He takes no days off. <laughs> he takes no days off. Uh, we got another Joe in the Slack chat, Joey D, and he wants to know if Jameis Winston taking over hurts or helps Michael Thomas's uh, value for the duration of the breeze and just in that injury. I'm I'm about it. I don't know about you guys. I'm about it. Why not? It's really tough to say, but I would say it probably helps him. Winston's not much of a checkdown guy, and uh, Kamara has been getting a hell of a lot of checkdown targets. So those targets have to go somewhere if they keep the play calling at the same level. Uh, there's always the chance they don't, but uh, if they keep the passing rate at the same level, I think Michael Thomas probably sees a little more than he was. Well, he's, he's seen nothing precisely so far, so anything yeah. would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, know okay. what uh, Winston throws like now that he can actually see down the field. <laughs> That's a good point. He's like he's gone from a thirty touchdown, thirty interception guy to a fifty touchdown, fifty interception guy. <laughs> that's that's fine. I I want a fantasy title with him. I don't. It it was crazy and it was fucking nuts, but it worked out. <laughs> it was a roller coaster. <laughs> it was an absolute roller coaster. Uh, okay. And we've got a question from email. Uh, Hot Carl Joseph at Outlook.com asks, Nate, how was the wedding? And guys, any thoughts on the Lions winning and ruining their draft position? (laughs) Yes, always. (laughs) As sure as Sean will come in the middle of the pack in most of his leagues this year, uh, I guarantee the Lions are probably going to do the same. Uh, And the wedding was fun. Uh, it obviously happened. <laughs> Very descriptive. You Thank you, some, Nate. You got some details or something? No, nah, he's he's got away with words. It happened. It happened. It. I did the thing. <laughs> but right, seriously, well, we're, you're four we're and five. There's a chance you could get the wild card, second wild card. It's possible. What do you I think? do okay. what? But I don't want that. <laughs> Like, I don't want we're that. Not we're not going to the Super Bowl. Thank you. That's where I'm at, Nate. Uh, thank you for thank you for coming around. I remember when you used to be the Lions are going 16-0. and 0. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad that I poisoned your thoughts to the point where you can think reasonably now. Um, so, no. the Fuck the Lions for winning right now. Uh, obviously, I root for all the players, but I just wish they weren't winning. And uh, Nate, we're gonna throw you a bachelor party when COVID's over. I won't be a bachelor anymore. <laughs> okay, we'll throw you a wedding party. Come on. Yeah, we're gonna have one next Halloween. Hopefully, I, I mean, they got the vaccine out or coming out, so hopefully, uh, things. I've heard that by next holidays, <laughs> things will be back to normal. I hope so. And if that's the case, we're gonna party. Yeah. Yep. We we will. 
So to clarify something uh, that I overheard while I was gone on the show, uh, John said that there was no drop for most important waivers is because when I do it, we always do most important waivers right before we can review. So it's one drop. It's just part of weekend review. <laughs> so <laughs> what a pro- fucking proceed with the most important waivers and then we will do the overmet and under. What a fucking idiot John is. God damn it. You, ex- you exposed him. You should have you should have labeled that shit better. <laughs> we do it that way like all since the week one. That's how I've rearranged your notes. All right. All right. So, all right, so we'll start with most important waivers. Uh, okay, on the IDP side, we've got Daquan Jones, Denver, Grover Stewart, Colts, Danico Autry, Colts. All three of those should be in deeper leagues only. Cameron Curl, uh, Washington. That's an any size league. He's our new Messiah. Uh, Ronnie Harrison, most definitely. J. Ron Curse, Sean? Question mark. No, right? No, no. Okay, didn't think so. Uh, Jordan Fuller, yes. Nasir Adderley, yes. Alex Singleton, yes. Vince Williams, yes. AJ Klein, yes. At least until Matt Milano gets back. Blake Cashman, most likely. Isaiah Simmons, very possible. Campbell banged up. You see that? Yeah, he's been banged up already, and uh, and Simmons didn't do shit. Well, no, 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 no. He's actually banged up, banged up. Yeah. Like, like not playing probably. Right, there was a week where uh, one of the two, the it was either Hicks or Campbell, went out, and Simmons played like fourteen snaps. No, that was when the safeties were out. I don't think oh, anyone. You're, right. you're right. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. Yeah, so this is legit. This could be it. We'll see. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Add him though, just in case. <laughs> I hope you're right. It would be nice. He's actually been playing decent lately, so we'll see. Uh, Nathan Gary coming back uh, from IR pretty soon here. Xavier McKinney should be this week or next. Sam Hubbard is back um, in those shallower leagues. Chase Winovich is uh, on the good side of Bill Belichick again, but God knows how long that's going to last, so be careful. Yeah, it's just a game script what thing. What did he throwing locks do this time? He didn't that? do anything. Oh, he it's didn't just do a anything. game script thing. Yeah. Where, it's- like... They refuse to play him when they think they're going to run. They only play him in passing situations. Gotcha. Yeah, it's all over. He had he played literally like nine percent one week. It was uh, it was not great. Um, wow. It's freaking everyone out. Uh, and last but not least, Randy Gregory in deeper leagues. I've got some trending transactions for Sean. Yeah, who's who is Mister Krabs? Oh, you don't know who that is? Jameis Winston. No. It's Jameis Winston. I know who that is. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, so eat those W's, man. Eat those W's. Salvin Med, Galen Balage depends entirely on the news going forward. Uh, if it looks like they're going to get a chunk of the offense, go for it. Pick him up. Uh, Mr. Krabs, a.k.a. Jameis Winston. Um, in Superflex, absolutely. In Redraft, I hope you have somebody better. If you don't, go ahead and pick him up. Rex Burkhead, no. Michael Pittman, yes. MVS, yes. Carlos Hyde, uh, yes. If we're not going to see uh, Chris Carson this week. If we are, he's not worth it. Alex Smith, no. Um, probably not even in Superflex. Um, Devontae Booker, probably not. Brashad Perriman, no. 
Rams RBs. I like Daryl Henderson. That's about it. And he's not on your waiver wire. Um, Zach Ertz, probably not. Willie Sneed, probably not. Elshon Jeffrey, <laughs> maybe, but like uh, you're playing with fire there. And yeah. then Jacoby Meyer, yes. Naeem Hines, yes. Yeah. Okay. Sounds about right. Cool. Uh, so oh. with that, let's do uh, uh, sorry. weekend preview. The over, met, and under. Johnny, you want to kick it off? Yep, sure. For over this week, I got Jamal Adams. Um, I mean, he's always good, but damn, a couple sacks on top of everything else. That was sweet. Uh, Alexander Johnson. I, I wondered why he had such a big game. They spent 37 minutes on the field. That's why. And uh, Javon Kinlaw. Um, welcome to the league, buddy. Uh, we want to do them all or just start it over? Uh, do them all. Yeah. All right. Met Denzel Ward, always good. Shaq Thompson, uh, same deal. Got dominated, time and possession type deal. Miles Garrett, always good. Underproduced. Yannick Ngakwe, he hasn't realized that uh, he's still playing football in Baltimore yet. Hopefully he figures that out soon. Aaron Donald, in it, with a rare two-point or zero-point week, depending what kind of league you're in. He'll be fine, though. And same deal with Cameron Hayward. Bad week, but he'll be fine as well. All right. Over, uh, Daniel Jones sucks, and he played well, so that's an over. Uh, Ronald Jones has not – he kind of saw his carries fall off the last couple weeks, and then I benched him, and he went for almost 200 yards. That was way over expectation. Uh, Valdez Scantling, over. Uh, this was a breakout for him. And then tight ends, nobody went over because they all sucked this week. Uh, met expectations. Uh, Tua had a really nice week, and this is kind of uh, what you like to see. Uh, Damian Harris, I think met expectations. Like This is kind of what you hoped he was going to be when you draft him as a rookie, and he's starting to do a little bit in that Patriots offense. Uh, DJ Moore met expectations for the first time in a while. Uh, he, he's been terrible for most of the year and he's been okay this past week. Uh, Mark Andrews met expectations again. He's been kind of up and down and this week was pretty good for him under, uh, Carson Wentz was trash and this might be just like the new expectation. So like four points be the met expectation at this point. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, terrible. Um, people don't want to start him anymore, and I don't blame them. Uh, Jarvis Landry <laughs> was terrible, especially given that like the offense should be running through him right now. Well, did you, did you notice the goddamn weather in that game, Sean? <laughs> yes, I did. I did. It's still terrible. Um, okay, all right. Like, you weren't expecting, like, five points out of Jarvis Landry, regardless of weather. That was under expectations. Mm-hmm. I don't know, at least for me. Um, and then Evan Ingram. Um, at this point, I should come to expect it because Daniel Jones is terrible and can't get the ball anywhere. So He was doing better last couple weeks before that. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was, which is kind of why my expectations were a little further up and <laughs> then this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So for me, uh, my over is um, 
Max Crosby. This was his mm. second best performance all year. Uh, two tackles and a sack. Then Met, you said it, Johnny. Miles Garrett, uh, four tackles, two for a loss, and two assists. And then under was Chase Young with just two tackles. Mm. Not going to do mm-hmm. it for you. Nope. Dynasty Football Digest, your new essential site for dynasty information. For as little as $1 a month, gain access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, trends, ADP, in-season assets, and a Slack chat just for subscribers. Purchase today at DynastyFootballDigest.com. Steak and salad, boys. Uh, Sean, why don't you kick it off this time with what's your steak? Oh, man. Um, Nothing. I don't know, man. Johnny and everything. No. Okay. So uh, (laughs) I started watching Schitt's Creek recently. It's taken me a really long time to start it uh, because most of the people that recommend it to me, I don't really trust their tastes in television. Because they have trash taste in television. Um, taste in television. I don't think you recommended it to me. I'm pretty sure I might have. Mm, you have trash I taste in television. Uh, <laughs> but but I had a couple of people I really trust. Like be like, okay, so look, like first season's not that good. You got to make it through the first season. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's pretty standard with comedy. And so I started watching. And I was like, no, it's it's funny as hell. Uh, David and Stevie absolutely steal the show. It's been great. Really enjoyed it. Um, so it's been great. Uh, so Shit's Creek has been awesome. Uh, my salad would be that uh, my friends have PS5s and I don't. <laughs> did they get them legit or did they have to pay up? Oh, no, they got them legit. They just, Well, I mean, it depends how you say legit. They didn't buy them through like... Uh, through like Best Buy or anything like that, but like they went through like really obscure websites and actually got them at price and got them. What? Yeah. If you want the websites, I'll hit you up with them later. Um, I'm holding off for now. The first, I just have, you know, we've been at this game for a while, right? First generation consoles have issues. Yep. That's why I haven't bought one, but yeah, that doesn't change the fact that I still hate that I don't have one. Uh, I know. Other I'm, people I'm, jealous. Do. I'm jealous. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, jealous. I'm getting photos from my buddy all night of uh, of Demon Souls remastered. It's just like, oh god, oh, man, that's so nice. You see how so, yeah. big it is? <laughs> it looks sick. It does. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, interesting, right, Johnny. Sorry, I'm going to go off into the weeds for a second. But I was watching a quick YouTube video last night. Um, It was talking about the processing, like power, speed, and efficiency of of it. Like, the current PlayStation 4 gets loud as shit when it has to do stuff. This thing is quiet, makes no noise. Oh, it's dead silent. It's crazy. Dead silent. Yeah. Wow. So jealous. Anyway, uh, steak would be... Yeah, I'm going to go with the SpaceX launch. I I just love it, man. And uh, they learned their lessons from the space shuttle. It's fucking like, nerd. It's so much, so much safer. It's a like great vehicle. I love it. It was just like, you know, you don't have to hold your breath 
you know, is, is this thing, even if it does explode, it's got an actual escape system. Like, it's, it's, it's so great. It really is great. You know, like, I'm just happy. I'm happy that we're back in space. Because, yes, that is, I am a nerd. That was a big part of my childhood. I saw a launch in Florida with my dad. It was crazy. It was fucking awesome. So, yeah, I'm happy about that. That was my salad. Steak. There's a steak. What's your salad? <laughs> Do you have a salad? Yeah, I got a salad. Salads. Yeah, yeah. Turns out uh, Johnny loves salad. He was lying to us oh, this whole time. Love tossing salad. Uh, yeah, crappy, crappy Yahoo week. Diamond, diamond rating took a pretty, pretty big hit. Fifteen point hit. That's not great. <laughs> oh, so uh, I before we get into mine, I just have a quick story uh, involving my brother and tossing salads. So. <laughs> He I don't want, no, 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 no. He asked this me what I wanted to the- I, I know the story. It's G. Don't worry. It, it's G. It's uh, so he asked me what I wanted as a wedding gift. And I told him uh, we could use a salad spinner like we've we had it on the registry. And and so we started making fun of him after this saying like, oh, you're a salad tosser. It's you would get us, a, you know, this is a salad tosser, da, 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 you know. And so he goes to Target out in the Midwest. They have Meyer and Walmart and he goes in and asks for a salad tosser <laughs> and he calls me up and he's like, Nathan, I've gone to all three of these different places and no one has salad tossers. <laughs> and so we had to take a picture and tell him, ask for a salad spinner. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I could just see, see Junior asking some poor freaking clerk. <laughs> no, we don't have a salad tosser. Get out of here. Go. Oh, yeah. So that was that was funny. But I was just like, holy crap, man. I really wish I was there when you asked those people. <laughs> what aisle is your salad tosser in? Damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my steak. Um, this one's kind of interesting. Johnny knows a little bit about this. But uh, the missus and I are starting a candle company. Mm-hmm. We... Uh, so for the wedding we've been doing a lot of crafting stuff we got this cricket maker thing which is kind of like a printer but it like cuts things out and being a graphic designer like it's right up my alley um so we're now done with the wedding and we made all of this stuff and i was like so how do we use this thing to like turn a profit going forward like we can create stuff and sell it you know people want it so um we took the honeymoon to think about it we came up with uh candles because it's very similar to like charlotte's a pastry chef does a lot with chocolate and a lot of the same science is involved in chocolate molding and chocolatiering uh with candle making and, and all that stuff so we're we're gonna be launching um a website probably next month with a couple candles and building on from that and essentially this is supposed to be our covid proofing um because all the money is going to go to paying our bills i'm old enough to remember when you made fun of me for having a candle lit during a podcast 
Oh, I, I remember that. One of you. And I, I also, that. and I'd also like to point out that uh, Nate texted me not too long ago saying he went to a wine tasting about two weeks after he made fun of me for drinking wine on the podcast. <laughs> no, that was, that was well, he, he did a little bit. I did a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, thing about that is. I really didn't taste much wine. I was tasting they had ciders there, so which is uh, so much worse. So much <laughs> and worse. is on brand. It's very on brand. It's just a way worse brand. Though. Are you guys doing scented candles or like different designs of candles? Like what? What are we? Obviously, what are we talking about? Scented so, candles. Yeah, scented right now. Um, yeah, it's going to start off semi simply. We've got. We're also going to do reclaimed. Um, so we're reclaiming glass bottles and putting the candles inside it. So Ooh. essentially it's a, uh, container that's free because I pay for it because I drink beer, you know, and then, uh, we cut the glass and it's all like, you know, sanded down. So it's safe. And then I just put in the candle and slap a label on it, sell it for, I don't know. We haven't gotten that far yet, but <laughs> it'll be. Uh, it'll be good. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. And then we'll kind of get make them more and more complicated and different as we go. But the first step is just launch. Uh, then we're gonna do like custom glassware, so like we can put custom whatever. Like if someone says like, "Hey, I want my name on a glass," boom, Ooh. put it on vinyl and put it on the glass or whatever. Or, or a logo design or branding, whatever. It's uh it should be interesting thing to, you know, work on and uh the whole concept of it came just as like the three of so it's my wife and I and my sister that live together in our apartment and it was something the three of us could do, all chip in and then just whatever profit goes directly to like paying the rent, paying the utilities paying you know whatever bills just because like COVID has been bad for us and we just want to make sure that like we can do something COVID has been pretty bad all around yeah yeah but it's just uh the idea being that hey like regardless of jobs we can do this thing produce this product and if it sells we get to pay our rent mm. so yeah. You ever see that uh, cartoon where it's like the dog in the bathtub and he lights the scented candle and the candle says other dog's butthole? Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have. <laughs> there you go. Product idea. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, and so my salad is going to be, uh, well, back in quarantine. Uh, essentially, yeah. if you're watching this, uh, Johnny and I broke down the studio and we're going... <laughs> Vir virtual uh from here on out and johnny's johnny's in lockdown i've gone out of the house maybe three times since we got back from the wedding so that was like a week and a half ago oh week ago uh so like i'm not leaving the house johnny's like super locked down what you doing, Sean? Yeah, I, I read a story, Sean, that all the industry workers in Minnesota have it. Like, uh, I mean, we might all have it. <laughs> yeah. I would be surprised if we haven't already had all of it. Uh, right. The thing is, is like, 
I can't do my job from home, so I have to go to work. And uh, that's kind of why our industry is just fucked right now. <laughs> yeah. So what are, well, we don't need to get into that on, on the air, but uh, <laughs> the last thing I do want to ask you, Sean, before we move on is, uh, is that a yard goats hat? Yes, it is. The Hartford yard goats. Yeah, I thought so. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah. Well, we see it all over the place out here. Yeah, yeah which is uh, bizarre because nobody out here has any idea what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a double A team. Like, yeah, those are... yeah it's, a, it's a stupid double A team with an awesome name and logo. So I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> also got Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp and the Montgomery Biscuits, <laughs> along with seven others. <laughs> The IDP Guys is your number one resource for IDP information for your fantasy leagues. For as little as $1 a month, get access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, ADP trade calculator, in-season assets, and a Slack chat to get personal help all year round. Purchase today at IDPGuys.org. Johnny the Green. Well, apparently we lost Sean. Uh, so, Johnny, you've been handling this for the last three weeks, so why don't you do the spieling at all? Sure. This is sponsored by Statement Games. You can visit them at statementgames.com and sign up. You don't even have to make an account. You can use your Google or Facebook login. Free to play. You can win coins. The coins are used towards gift cards. Uh, or you could play our tournament, which is every Sunday night, the NBC game. Uh, if you win that, or if you win your tournament, you get thrown in the little cowboy's hat over Meow. And uh, the winners of each tournament get thrown in. We pick the overall winner out of the little helmet here, and they win a jersey of their choice, size, team, player, whatever. Uh, totally free, just by playing statementgames.com, which is a great game where you rank different statements, prop bets, in order of confidence. Um, we've been playing it for a while. We love it. They're a great sponsor. So, yeah. Anything to add before we pull this? No, you do it. All right. So, okay. The guys that came in and won their respective contests last week were BXPRJ, Mr. Nice Guy 111, Craig Miller, Rob Caribbean Cool, and P. Diddy 45. You know what? P. Diddy 45 has definitely won his contest before. I remember saying that name. Good for you, P. Diddy. You know what you're doing. <laughs> I sure as shit don't. All right. So they're all in here. Grabbing one randomly. It is Rob Caribbean Cool. Congratulations, sir. You can contact Yay. Stephen on Twitter and let them know you listened to the show and you won. And guys, guys, you got to be way more excited than you are right now. <laughs> It's not my jersey. <laughs> uh, Nate's got the right idea. Johnny sucks. <laughs> Good sorry, job, Rob. Uh, sorry, Rob. Johnny really doesn't like you as much as he should, but it's okay. I'll give you his address. Fight him on the street. Yeah. We're, we're desensitized to it. Um, all right. So last Sunday night's game, what was that? That was Patriots-Ravens. That was the under, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. It was a shitty game. I know that one. <laughs> um, 
This week, we got a decent one, though. We got Chiefs Raiders Part 2 and the possible revenge for the bus taking a lap around the stadium. The bus trip heard around the world. Revenge time. What do you guys think? I don't want to hear about the bus, the Raiders bus anymore. (laughs) This is the (laughs) dumbest story all year. Like, this is easily top five dumb stories this year as far as football goes. Well, did you hear Gruden's explanation today? Yes, I did. I thought it was still dumb as hell. No, I I enjoyed that. You know, it's got... What you don't go into it? I don't know anything. You don't know what this is. So, so the Raiders, the Raiders came to KC and kicked the shit out of them a few weeks ago. Um, in every aspect, it was beautiful. All that game, yeah. Um, and when when they went to leave, they took the bus, their bus, and did laps around the stadium to apparently piss off the Kansas City fans. But when Gruden was asked about it today, he said that the bus driver, who was a Kansas City guy, gave him some mouth. So he told him to drive around the stadium. So he did it to piss off the bus driver, apparently. Okay, why is your bus driver a fan of a different team? They probably just got some local guy. Oh, so like they fly it? Yeah. (laughs) Right, they probably flew in and, yeah. I'm I'm thinking it's a Raiders bus, like they drove from. No. Yeah. No, I understand where you're coming from, but no, it's yeah. a Chiefs guy, and so they did it to piss off the bus driver. Right, and it, and instead they've pissed off Andy Reid, all of the Chiefs, and all of Chiefs Nation, and they're probably going to get their assholes blown in on national television this week. God, I hope and so. That bus driver probably didn't get a tip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not ideal. <laughs> um, so anyway, we got we got revenge week this week for that. Um, I I think the Chiefs have a much better showing. I'm going Casey Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions because that's usually pretty solid. Tyreek Hill o- over seventy six and a half receiving yards because that's usually decent. And is that correct? That can't be correct. I'm going to change the last one. I've currently got it as Nelson Aguilar plus Hunter Renfro over seven and a half receptions, but. I don't trust Nelson Aguilar, so I'm going to change that up. Uh, what do you guys think a third good one would be? Um, I can't see cool them. App. Well, it's the normal stuff. Josh Jacobs over under some rushing yards. Josh Jacobs over under some. <laughs> you got to tell me how many uh, rushing yards, though. It's like, like it's, it's like 80.5 it, or something. If I like it, Josh if, Jacobs to run this game. I like Henry Ruggs on the over, whatever it is. Okay, that was like seventy yards. Okay, I like him on the over. Yeah, I I get I right. I don't like Jacobs as much this week. I feel like this is gonna be more of a shootout. Like Chiefs are just gonna. Didn't he run? He ran pretty well the last. Oh yeah, he's he's been solid. He's been killing it lately. I just don't think the game script's gonna work out in his favor this week. They're gonna get boat raced. (laughs) All right. So that's that. We'll see what happens. Um, and as for other no- terrible betting advice that no one should ever listen to, that actually went pretty good last week as well. Uh, we had the Bucks minus uh, four and a half at the Panthers. That was fine. Um, so we're at nine and four for the season. This week we're going Vikings money line at Dallas to win. I think that should be What's fine. The spread? No idea. It wasn't out. It wasn't out when I, I feel like at they'd it. be giving Dallas like twelve points. <clears throat> no, not that much. Uh, let's see. Let's. See. You know what? You might be right. It's probably like eight. Yeah, it's probably good. Seven, 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 as many points as possible. Seven for Dallas. Seven. 
Seven. They can cover that. I'm still going to Moneyline, though. And uh, Dalvin Cook's going to have, like, 300 rushing yards. There's no doubt about that. I don't know about that, but uh, I'll take the under on 300. 200 is a legit possibility, though. Um, yep, so that's what we got for this week. And, yeah, that's what we got. Cool. All right. Uh, well, make sure you're following us on Twitter. Individually, I'm at Nate Chi. John is at Orangeman3142. And Sean is at Lanning1925. Subscribe to the show. Uh, go to idpguys.org in the sidebar. There are links iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, pot, RSS feed for a podcatcher of your choice. While you're there, become a subscriber to the site. Uh, it's about a dollar a month, and you get access to uh, a bunch of premium data between ADP, uh, rankings. Uh, we've got a bunch of tools coming along. And then the Slack chat so that you can talk football 24 7, 364, as Sean likes to say. Um, <laughs> Give us money and you'll get shit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it is. Uh, we've got magazines that are coming up. We're going to be releasing uh, the pre orders soon for the 2021 rookie magazines. Uh, but also go to Writer Digest Network, R-E-I-T-E-R, on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is currently blowing up um, a lot of views coming our way. So become a subscriber and get to watch us and all the shows that we put out along with the IDP guys, like IDP what Nation. What I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Debbie IDP grind um, dynasty football digest. Whenever they decide to start recording again. Mm. Uh, yeah. Just uh, Joey's IDP update is up is on there. It's a, uh, it's a great, great place for a lot of good IDP information. Uh, but with that, what say you all any last minute musings? What is the moment of Zen? <laughs>